Welcome to episode number three of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome. He is the big head, James Kelly. Head, what's up? How you living? Are you still licking your wounds from last week? It took me a minute to pick myself up off the ground after, I don't know, getting kicked in the package repeatedly last weekend. But I'm doing all right, Jim. I'm here. I'm bouncing back. Short memory, man. Yeah, short memory, and you are resilient. Hey, listen, really quickly, right mm-hmm. off the very top, I know that you and I have not yet discussed it, but I thought that I would let you know the same exact time that I let the listeners know, but I have changed the name of the pod. Oh, boy. Are you ready for the new name? Sure. All right, so I know it's only episode three, and it might mm-hmm. be a little bit early for something so drastic. However, I've changed it from Jim Rome's Big Head Bets to Jim Rome's Backdoor King, because that's who and what you are, dude, and not in a good way either. And as my old man used to say to me whenever he was about to drop some uh. shit on me that I, he knew I'd hate, how's that grab your head, or should I say Backdoor? Uh, if the shoe fits, wear it, right? And last week, I guess it did. Over and over, and the clones have no idea how bad it got. Dude, I had Purdue last week against Syracuse. Over, over, it just did over, not stop. Over, so, over, uh, you can change the name. Over, <laughs> well, thanks for your permission. I already did it. Oh, I don't yeah, need your permission for that, okay. all right? Over. All right, so let's see if maybe you might get right this week. Let's get it going. Why don't we start with... The Chiefs, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites against the Colts. And to rip your phrase, backdoor, and you only have one worth ripping, the Colts have been ass. Mm. Could they be any more disappointing than they've been so far? And you know they want to blame it on Carson Wentz, but they already ran his ass out of town, so it's not on him. I know this. I cannot wait for owner Jim Ursay to fire up that jet, stand on the tarmac, turn his phone around, and start smoking chumps because you know he will. Who you like here, head? Oh, it's coming soon. Cookie Jim is going to fire up the phone shortly. I'm laying the points. Five and a half here, Jim. KC, let's go Chiefs. Indy's pass defense has been surprisingly bad. They've allowed over 71% of their passes to be complete. That's the third worst in the NFL. They are not getting zero pressure on the quarterback, and they got Patrick Mahomes coming to the town. And the Colts' offense, it's been as bad. They invested a bleep ton of money like the Bengals did in their offensive line, and they are protecting ice not at all. And old man ice... He has the worst quarterback. Dude, what kind of language do you speak, dude? Your shit is like, like you're speaking in tongues. Let me try that the again. The fuck are old you saying, man? Ice. They're not protecting the old man ice. And then he also has the worst quarterback um, uh, pressure rate in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. So those things do not work. What makes it worse, too, Jim, Kansas City has the third best pressure rate in the NFL. 40% of the time they are hurrying, knocking down, or sacking their opponent per drop back. Against the spread numbers, since 2013 when Andy Ryad got the job in Kansas City, he has covered over 60% of his games as an away favorite, second best in the NFL, and Frank Reich as a home underdog. No one has been worse since 2018. 16.7% he's covered as that, the home underdog. KC minus five and a half. Yeah, I don't know, man. Reich, he kind of has this vibe like he's Vince Lombardi or something, right? But I'm just not seeing it. I mean, Nobody at some is. point, right? At yep. some point, it's got to stick to this guy as smart as he is. Listen, Kimber I can't Ballard. believe... Mm-hmm. What? What? Go ahead, go ahead. Keep Kimber interrupting Ballard, me, man. Keep GM. stepping on me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. The GM, too. No, you're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Listen, I can't believe... The GM, too. I agree. I can't believe how bad the Colts have been. Like, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence put up numbers on the Colts. What the hell do you think Patrick Mahomes exactly. is going to do to them? Mahomes? And the Colts, head, were raving about Matt Ryan leading up to the season, acting like he was the second coming of Pinky himself, Peyton Manning. 
only to see this guy get ragdolled and damn near killed last week. The dude suddenly looks like he's 37 going on 57. You know they're already lining up a successor, right? The only question is, who's mm-hmm. it going to be? Based on how he looked Monday night, Ryan Tannehill or Joe Flacco because hey. he's old and bloated. Maybe Chad Henney, the ultimate never was. And again, Patrick Mahomes' head is definitely not a tell-me-how-my-ass-tastes sort of dude. Tell me how my ass tastes. But you know he heard all the haters say that he wouldn't be nearly the killer he was without Tyreek Hill. So it says here he's going to keep spreading it around, taking deep shots when they're there, putting up huge numbers, all while having a big-ass chip on his shoulder. I'm with you. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm going to lay the points. Beautiful. All right, next game. Mm-hmm. Bengals, minus five at the Jets. Dude, you and I both love Joe Burrow. We mm-hmm. both love the Bengals. But if there is a team that is more disappointing than the Colts, it's the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I loved them last week against Dallas, and I got worked because they got punked. Meanwhile, the Jets pulled off this insane comeback because the Browns pulled one of the biggest choke jobs ever. Mm-hmm. Bengals, minus five at the Jets. I can't wait to hear what you're doing with this one. I got work with you last week, but I'm throwing down on Cincy once again. Minus five points here is what it is. I said last week the Bengals' offensive line was shit. They, they still are shit, Jim. There's nothing else I got to that. But the good news, though, the Jets' pass rush does not have T.J. Watt or Micah Parsons for Burrow's alleged bodyguard. It's kind of right Collins. off the tongue, doesn't it? Shit. <laughs> it does sound great, right? Like Collins' Not when play. you say it, but sure. Okay. okay. But Collins, he's terrible but he doesn't have to worry about somebody great right now, which is very, very important considering Joe is very uncool via the pressure this season. He is not playing good at all. The question well, is... He's not playing well at all, dude. Damn it, I did it again. He's Every not time, playing dude. well Every at time. all. Yeah. I'm never going to get it right anyways. Ever. Yeah. Ever. So, you're the illiterate. Worry, That's why you're right. never going to get it right. That's wrong. My question That's is, right. Joe Flacco, man, is he going to pull on Mike White and beat these guys again like they did last season? Joe had his best game since 2018 against the Browns last week that you said. He's going to throw the ball. He's thrown the ball more than any quarterback in the NFL in his third in passing yards. Yes, it's because they've been behind. But the Bengals' defense, they have not had an interception this season. I think since he, though, their defense was a touchdown better on the road last season. So let's hope that works here. Against the spread numbers, also love Cincy. Old receipts Rob Sala is 33% against the spread as a home dog. The Jets are 1-5 in in their last six following a straight-up win. The Bengals are 7-1 against their last eight AFC opponents, including 5-1 on the road. If Cincy loses here, they become the first team since Mike Martz's 2002 Greatest Show on Turf to start a season 0-3 after reaching the Super Bowl. Let's say that doesn't happen. They cover minus 5.5 Bengals. Boy, that's the truth, isn't it? Like, I understand there's a hangover for teams that lose the Super Bowl, but 0-3. 0-3 is different. Back to your point about the offensive line being shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. All that money, all those changes, and for what? Like, the more things change, the more they stay the same, except mm-hmm. they're only worse. Burrow is getting the crap beat out of him. And I'm looking at the Jets defensively. Oh, sidebar, head. You can mm-hmm. relate to this. One of my favorite players in the NFL and a guy who I think is totally underappreciated, mm-hmm. DJ Reed. I love mm-hmm. DJ Reed. Totally. But they totally, DJ totally. Reed, but they do not pay him to get after the quarterback. And to your point, I don't see any TJ Watt over there. I don't see any Micah Parsons over there. Nor do I see the Bengals getting up 13 with under two minutes to go and choking it away the way the Browns did. 
Mm-hmm. It, seriously, for whatever heat the Browns got, it's still not enough. They blew a 13-point lead at home with less than two minutes to go to the Jets and their 37-year-old backup quarterback. And the only thing worse than that catastrophic choke job mm-hmm. was Miles Garrett head <laughs> calling out the fans for booing them when it happened. Disappointing Dude. things to booing at the end. Thanks, Alvy. Worst look ever. You just swung your helmet on the entire city of Cleveland after letting a bloated Joe Flacco stab you in the heart. I know the Jets are keeping receipts, hey! like you pointed out, Head. I just mm-hmm. don't give a damn. Taking receipts. Bengals laying the points. Beautiful. You and I are on the same page. All right. All right. Okay. Bill is at Miami. Mm-hmm. It would help if you and I did not pick all the same games, but Bill's at Miami. Maybe my favorite game because Miami head coach Mike McDaniel might be my favorite human being. Despite mm-hmm. the fact that I've never met the guy, but he is the league's most interesting dude. As Tyreek Hill says, his coach needs a wheelbarrow to carry around his king size gonad. Tote his boatload of money and also his cojones. His cojones, my bad. Me malo. What can I say about the Bills and the Bills Mafia other than let's go Buffalo? These dudes are freaking juggernaut head. Mm-hmm. The best team in the league going up against the most interesting team in the league. What's the number? Who you got? The number has moved to Bills minus five and a half now. I'm going against, uh, yes, it was six. Now it's gone down to minus five and a half here. I'm going against Coach Big Balls again. He burnt me last week, but let's go Mafia minus five and a half. Josh Allen has owned Miami. He's thrown 19 touchdowns to only three interceptions in their last seven games against the Dolphins, Jim. All wins. And Miami's pass rushers, they aren't getting to opposing quarterbacks at all right now. 1.7% of all pass attempts, they are knocking the opposing quarterbacks down. That's the worst in the NFL. Their D is also allowing an NFL worst 6.9 yards per play. 6.9, and they now have the highest scoring team in football Sunday. Add the fact that Buffalo's defense is the opposite. They're allowing an NFL best 3.6 yards per play. Biggest thing for Buffalo, they have to take away the explosive players from the best explosive offense in football in Miami, but that's what Sean McDermott has done since he's showed up there in 2017. And this season, he hasn't allowed one play over 30 yards or more. The worry is they're playing with a banged-up secondary, but this far, they're making plays and leading the NFL in interceptions, and their seven total takeaways is tied with the Rams as the best in the NFL. Against the spread God, numbers... God, dude, you're exhausting me, man. Who's sorry. your pick? The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We are talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payout bigger than ever why bet on football anyplace else to make things even sweeter you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game all season long to make things even sweeter you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code BIGBETS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code BIGBETS. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. 
So, well, I'm going to go to my spread numbers. I got some good numbers here. Yeah, I pride myself in good numbers. Good numbers. I, do, I do like your numbers. Yes, they're very good. Check this one. <laughs> Sean McDermott is as good as uh, 62% as a road favorite. And here's my best number I got, Jim. The Buffalo Bills are 1-0 sure, against yeah. the spread since that one dude who ran out of the end zone, ba- end zone back in the day blew that butt biscuit in the Monday Night Football booth. Bills minus 5.5. Can you run that back one more time? What did you just say? The Buffalo what, Bills what, are no, one on, I'll set you up for this. What is your favorite number this week? Um, the Buffalo Bills are 1-0 and against the spread since that one dude who ran out of the end zone back in the day when he was a Detroit Lion blew that butt biscuit the in the Monday team. Night Football booth. 1-0. and So that's good. Yeah, th- Bills that minus 5.5. There you go. All right, so yeah. Bills minus 5.5. You know what? The I'm actually fast. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, yeah. he talks fast. At least he can speak. I'm happy True. for Tua, who had something for all his haters and balled his ass off. The guy was incredible, but there is nobody better right now than Josh Allen. I don't know that I have ever seen Baller. a quarterback. Josh Allen. Yeah, right. Josh Allen. That's what I just said. I don't know that I've ever seen Josh a quarterback. Allen. Yeah, I know. I just said that. Head, why do you keep repeating that? Josh Allen. I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback with more dog in him than mm. this cat. Do you see what I just did there? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a quarterback with more dog in him than this cat. Speaking of cats, Uh-oh. did I tell you, Head, mm-hmm. we have two cats in the house, one that I love, Cody the Ragdoll Cat, mm-hmm. and he gave our other cat, Sapphire, the hands Ooh. and nearly killed him. Ooh, Dude, like emergency cat surgery. Oh, damn. Saddest shit ever. Now, I will tell you that another time, or maybe I'll have that for one of my other pods, maybe the reinvention project where I could talk about how Sapphire the Cat reinvented himself after Cody the Ragdoll Cat gave him that near or that rear naked chokehold and nearly put that dude to sleep for life. <laughs> for life. Come on, Alvin, for life. Anyway. Stephon Diggs, unguarded. He did, dude. He nearly killed the other cat. For life. They were. Thank you, Alvin. Way to get that in today. Way to get that in episode number three, Alvin. <laughs> Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Stephon, <laughs> Stephon Diggs to me is unguardable right now. Allen to Diggs is the most mm-hmm. electric combo in the league right now. And while I did take Miami last week, head, and I look pretty damn smart doing it. Picking them to shock the Ravens is one thing. Picking them against the Bills is quite another. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm with you, especially since the number's down to five and a half. I will take the Bills. I will lay the points. All right. Dallas is getting a point in New York at last glance Mm -hmm. against the Giants. Like the Jets, the Giants' head are no longer an absolute joke. Mm -hmm. They're no longer the worst team in the league, in large part because they no longer have the world's biggest cooler and blowhard Joe Judge, who by himself can suck the life out of any franchise, and he did, the Giants. So what I'm getting at, head, is they're sort of interesting they're kind of fun. They mm-hmm. did get me paid last week. How do you feel about the Giants against Dallas? I'm going with a big D and their big bone coach here, Jim, plus a point. Dude, Cooper Rush might be Mike White, but he might be okay, too. He's now 2-0 and as an NFL starter. He beat the Bengals, like you said, last week. And remember, his first start ever, he beat the Vikings in Minnesota, a place that's very, very tough to play. Also this week, the Giants like inside that. backers, they are historic ass, Jim. Like, they're terrible at their job. Tony Pollard and Strange Zeke should have a field day with those guys. <laughs> Carolina ran for 146 yards last week against those guys. Dude, what's strange about Zeke? 
I don't know. Nothing at all. Just just look at him. But anyways. Great, <laughs> great, great take. Look at him. <laughs> just look at him. Just man. look at you, dude. Fair enough. Other side of the ball, Jim, here. Put Turnovers, face, of course. Bro. For the Giants is a story. Since the, uh, becoming a starter in 2019, Dimes has turned the ball over 50 times, the second most <laughs> in the sorry, NFL. I'm sorry, that's funny, man. During, I know, it's hysterical. During that time frame, and they've lost about 80% of their games when they lose the turnover battle. The Dallas secondary is waiting for them. They led the NFL in interceptions last season and only have one this far. The other big key, of course, we all know, Micah Parsons. It could get even better for Dallas. He has Evan Neal to pick on this week. A player two games into his career and ranked 64th of 65 tackles by Pro Football Focus. Uh-oh. Yes. Nightmare coming to New York. Also, nobody in the last decade has a better uh, against the spread average than the Cowboys against a division opponent. They've won huh? over 60% of their games against the division for the Who's last what? 10 years. Yes. Sorry. You yeah. just blew out a butt biscuit right in the middle of that analysis, dude. But they're really good against their division opponents against the spread for 10 years. How's that? Got it. Better. Got it. Cool. Cowboys plus one. You know, I was going to say, especially based on what you said, but I was going to say this anyway. I'm not rooting for it. I'm mm-hmm. not rooting for it, but I'm fearful that Micah Parsons is going to end Daniel Jones' career, dude, if might. not his entire life. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. They can't block this guy. Nobody no. can. And unless they get Saquon going, he is going to sack Micah, I mean. He's going to sack Danny four times. He's going to hit him at least eight times. The Giants Mm -hmm. are winning right now, but not because of anything that turnovers is doing. He's not putting it on the ground or throwing it to the other team or holding on to it too long like he always does. That's what he's known for. That's his brand. He hasn't done that so far, but he will on Monday. Oh, one more thing. You mentioned Cooper Rush. I didn't give Cooper Rush any credit or any hope mm-hmm. last week, so the fact is I owe him an apology, but just because I owe him one does not mean he's going to get one. <laughs> to absolutely no one, Alvin. To absolutely nobody. There you go. I'll tell you somebody else. That's it. The double host does whatever the bleep he wants. I'll tell you something else. Somebody else head who's not going to get an apology from me next week, mm-hmm. Danny Turnovers, because I won't owe him jack. <laughs> I'm taking the Cowboys and the point two. Beautiful. All right, so damn, you and I are on the same page on pretty much everything. We got to change up. We have to. Let me ask you about Frisco minus a point and a half at Denver. Wait, sidebar. Mm -hmm. Hey, you want to know the best way to piss off a Niner fan? Call them Frisco. Really? Or a giant, yes, or a giant fan, or any resident of the Bay Area. It literally is a reason to go for these people. It's like the most irrational thing I've ever heard. It's so stupid, it's (laughs) hilarious. The quickest way to get punched in the face is go up there and say, hey, y'all, you don't live by, quote, the city by the bay. You live in Frisco. You watch. They will let them hands go. I had no idea. Yeah, now you know. That said, I love their roster. And if you're telling me that I can get maybe, maybe the best team in the NFC against the biggest buffoon on the sideline in Nathaniel Hackett, all I have to do is lay a point and a half for that? My mm-hmm. response is all damn Day, head, all damn day. Mm-hmm. How you playing it? I love San Francisco, and I love the lobster Frisco. Skid. We all know that. Yes, Frisco, my bad. But um, I'm actually going with uh, the dipshit Coach Ritt here, Jim. Oh! Yeah. Nate Hackett you are with not. Denver Broncos. I'm taking the point I and a half it. here in Denver. Yep. 
Look, dude, you cannot possibly be as incompetent as what this guy has done in his first two games as a head coach. His guys can't do what most little league teams do, like execute a snap count or uh, have the right number of players on a team. He doesn't even understand how timeouts work, but I'm playing with the odds here and saying no way he could be this bad once again. Also, Russell Wilson, he's owned Frisco. Dude has a 16-4 and record against the Niners over his career and is 2-8 and eight against Lobster Jr. Very hard to live off of the def defensive stats by either of these teams the last two weeks because they've played straight-ass offenses. We're talking Geno Smith, Justin Fields, and Davis Mills-type shit. So terrible, terrible stuff. Nick Bosa scares the hell out of me. He's the number one concern. He's an animal. He'll be in that defensive player of the year con uh, conversation with Micah Parsons all season wrong, long. Sorry, wrong, huh? long. Huh? Sorry. Wrong. Let's just hope Nate Ritt doesn't fuck it up and the most undisciplined team in the hey, NFL. Dude, you can't butcher the language and then Sorry. run a misdirection by dropping an F-bomb to get people to forget about what you just said. All right? I They're see what you did there. Wrong. Don't do that. Don't yeah. be gratuitous with your F-bombs. Broncos home dog plus one and a half, Don't please. Thank you. Thank you. Don't do that. Broncos country. Do I'm that. telling you, Nate Hackett, I, <laughs> I, I see your point about there's no way this guy could be that stupid three games in a row, right? But he right. does make Mike McCarthy look like Tom Landry. He does mm -hmm. make McCarthy look like Jimmy Johnson or both combined. Like, I don't want to resort to name calling like you do, mm -hmm. but I did already call him a buffoon. Dude, this guy's been an absolute moron <laughs> under a headset, a headset the first two weeks. And the most hilarious thing I think I've ever seen were the Bronco fans counting down the play clock because they know that they can't even get to the line and get Amazing. the ball snapped. Incredible, right? Mm -hmm. These dudes, to your point, are making mistakes that the crappy high school team up the street from me would never, ever make. And you mentioned Bosa. I think Russell Wilson does not look settled at all. And then again, how could he be? Nate Ritz's coach. <laughs> Bosa's going to body slam this guy, and Hackett will do something really stupid, and Frisco will get me paid. I'm going to roll with them, so you okay. take them. I'm not okay. going to. All right, what about Rams minus 3.5 against the Cardinals? I actually love the matchup. Love me some NFC West. The Rams nearly pulled a Falcons on the Falcons. They came from ahead to nearly choke, mm -hmm. only to get that plane down safely. The Cards, who were blown out in Week 1, look like they're already blown out again in Week 2, only to come roaring back and shock the Raiders. The Raiders and Raider fan were nearly as shocked as my guy Kyler Murray was when he went into the stands to celebrate and some a-hole smacked him in the face with an open hand. Head slap. Who you got here, head? Hey, are you craving some protein after a good workout? I always am. Listen, this time don't make a shake or eat a bar. Grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper. Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and tender and made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. And it goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach, anywhere at all. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Oh, Trapper, what's your beef? Uh, I'm going with the Rams again, dude. They, they, they got me last week with that backdoor garbage against the Falcons, but I'm riding with Sean McVay again because he has owned the Cardinals since getting hired in 2017. He's gone 10-1 in 11 meetings. The Cardinals have covered the spread in just one of those 10 meetings, and the Rams have scored at least 30 points eight times in those 10 games. Matthew Stafford, who, by the way, has been outplayed by Jared Goff this season, 
He struggles against the pass rush. That's a great point you just made, by the way. Dude, it's not even close. Jared Goff's playing a lot better. A lot better. So, But anyways, he struggles against a pass rush. The Cardinals have actually gotten after the quarterback this season about as good as anyone. But here's the key. It's been blitz-based. They have dialed up an NFL best 50% of uh, blitzes on dropbacks. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, pro fo- uh, football focus has Stafford ranked as the second best against the blitz this season. Arizona is also allowing over 400 yards a game. So let's hope this slow start continues because Rams minus three and a half. All right, so I'm trying really hard to pick the cards because, Mm -hmm. one, I want to pick the cards. I mean, they're a great, great jungle team, our daily sports talk show. Mm -hmm. I'm still riding with Kyler. I've been riding with him through thick and thin. The Rams have underwhelmed so far. They got hammered by the Bills. They nearly choked away that game to the Falcons. The pick is right there for me, Head. Mm -hmm. The team that I want to pick. At home, getting points against the defending champs. They have not looked like the defending champs. Man, I'm trying so hard to pull that trigger. Take my guys. I just can't seem... Ah, screw it. I'll do it. I'll take the cards. I'll take the points. Points at home. And you know why? You know why, Head? The that? same reason anybody does anything because they can. I wish I had a better reason, but I don't because I can and Jungle Karma and because you took the Rams and this podcast would suck if we kept picking the same teams. I'm going cards. Okay. I'll take them. All right. So because we need to keep this thing moving. What's that? That's two in a row picks different. Good for good for me. Mm -hmm. Bad for you. All right. So what about Saints minus three at Carolina? This is a fascinating matchup. And I say that because we both have like inexplicable love or an appreciation for their respective quarterbacks, right? right. I mean, Jameis Winston, is he or is he not your favorite player in the league right now? He is, without I know, question. Without question. Yeah. And me, no matter what he does or what he says, I admit it, I don't even understand it myself anymore, but I always have Baker Mayfield's back. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why at this point. I just still really love this dude, and I don't know why. Who's it going to be? I, I mean, I know you're taking Jameis, right? Of course I'm taking Jameis. I feel like every time he comes up on this podcast, we should almost play some of his amazing sound, Jim. You cool with that? It's like, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's up to Albie. As Albie, a kid, something? my my passion was always football, right? But being taken away from the game, I didn't realize that my passion was playing football. He <laughs> went there. Oh. I mean... My passion is listening to Jameis talk, man, and betting on him. My passion is listening to you talk and betting against you. His dude, face I'm was so even quick. better in that I'm sound. I'm so quick, dude. It. The uh-huh. problem is, whenever I hear that sound, it's like I love Baker, but then you're right. I, it's like it's mesmerizing. I hear that, and I just want to give him all my money. Play it again, Alvin. Our body is so symmetrical, right? You got you got your wrists, you know, and then what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know. You got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips, you know. what I'm saying you got your elbows. Or the elbows, your knees, right? Like, so uh, it's symmetrical, and you just got to work different parts. No, screw it. I'm taking the Saints. Screw it. There you go, man. Screw it. Saints minus three. No offense, bro, Ham, but screw it. Break I down. I mean, I mean like, what, what, you I don't play. even, dude. You don't even have to break out your big head numbers. Good. Just play the sound and just take the Saints every week. Saints yeah. minus three on the road. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Give me some data. What do you like about him besides everything about him? Now, the worry is the Panthers have not forced a takeaway of any sort this season, and they have him playing quarterback this week. But he just needs to hand the damn ball off this week, Jim. The Saints are averaging the second-highest yards per rushing attempt in the NFL, and that's without Alvin Kamara, 
who has only nine carries this season. And the Panthers were gashed by Cleveland in week one. Positive note for Carolina and your Baker guy. He struggled um, you bad keep against his name the out of your mouth, bro. I, I'm being there, nice there, there will be no Baker yeah. slander on this show, man. Th this is positive stuff Shut right here. Shut your face. So okay. He has yeah. struggled very bad against the Blitz this season, but the Saints do not do that. But their defense was Dang. the best on the road in the football last season, allowing an NFL best 16.6 points a game, so I love that. And you know what else I love? Matt Rule is still coaching the Carolina Panthers. Against the spread, he's hit only on 40% <laughs> of his games. After a loss, he's even worse, 36% of his games. As a home underdog, he's hit on 33% of his games. And since last season, he's an NFL worst, 23.5% against the spread. I am going with Jameis and his love for playing football. As a key, Saints minus three. Do you remember when Matt Rule was the greatest hire and the greatest coach since, quote, sliced bread? Dude, it's insane how people just jump on something so fast. I mean, amazing. Out of track record. Hey, one quick thing about your guy. Like, I love Chris Olave. I really do. Love but him. I think Winston targeted this guy like 50 times last week. He does know Michael Thomas is not hurt, right? He does know that Michael <laughs> Thomas is still on that team, right? He does know that right. they're teammates, right? Jameis does know that he no longer plays for the Bucks, right? He does know that he's in the NFL and no longer at Florida State, right? <laughs> anyway, I know my loyalty to Baker Mayfield seems kind of weird. Even I don't fully understand how or why I love this dude so much, and it does go against all logic and even what I'm seeing with my own eyes, but it says here he's going to wake up feeling dangerous Sunday. He's got weapons in Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and if I'm really lucky, head, follow me on this, stay with me on this, Bruce Arians is going to mm -hmm. jump a plane. He's going to put on some licensed Panthers gear. He's going to go down to the sideline. He's going to antagonize Marcus Lattimore and get him thrown out again. I'm going to take the Panthers and the points at home. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Three in a row. We went the opposite way. There you go. Nice. Good. There you Love go. It. There yep. you go. All right. You're so are welcome. we uh, You're welcome? How about Matt in L.A. getting some run on the pod? <laughs> Outro. Outro. Are outro. we are we outro? Are we good? Are we done? Are those all our games? Those are all of our games. Yep. That's run it, right it back. There. Run run your picks back one more time. Okay. Cincy minus five and a half at the New York Jets. Kansas City minus five and a half at Indianapolis. Bills minus five and a half at Miami. Denver and Coach Ritt plus one and a half v Frisco. Thank you. Rams minus three and a half at Arizona. Saints and Jameis. Minus three at Carolina. Dallas plus one on Monday night at New York. I like that energy, but not that grammar. Head, great job. Appreciate it. Have a Can great weekend. One Let's more get thing down. Too, Jim. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Hey, follow me at Big Head Bets. I'm going to yes. shoot out a link for our DraftKings Fantasy League that uh, we could have some people play some fantasy football uh, against us this week. That is so smart. Rather than you actually try and Dude. say what they need you to say, that was so much better for you just to say, follow me at Big Head Bets, and you will drop a link for the Fantasy League for DraftKings. Well done. 100%. That was smart. Colin forward slash. Yeah, not me. Do it. Yeah. Hit it one more time. At Big Head Bets. Follow me there. It is our DraftKings Fantasy League Big Head Bets. We play it every, uh, every weekend, actually. Just quit while you're behind. All right. Okay. Have a great weekend, Head. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Let's make some money! 
Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? October is fire prevention month, so never too soon to think about that because it's right around the corner and we have teamed up with First Alert, the most trusted brand in fire safety to help protect your whole home with safety that you can trust. Smoke and carbon monoxide alarms help provide an early warning in the event of a home emergency. And having enough First Alert smoke and carbon monoxide alarms is one of the very best things that you can do for your home and your family. Install alarms on every single level and in every bedroom of your home. And then once they are installed, it is really important to maintain them by testing them with regularity. Also, remember the alarms do not last forever and they do need to be replaced at least every 10 years. If you can't remember the last time you replaced your alarm, it is best to replace the unit completely. And for a replacement option, by far, my favorite is First Alert's 10-year sealed battery alarms. 10-year sealed battery alarms are convenient, and they eliminate the need for battery replacements for an entire decade. For more information on fire safety products, safety tips, and educational activities that you can do at your home with your family, go to firstalert.com slash month. All right, that is the head and eye against the spread. And once again, we are joined right now by the pro football doc himself, Dr. David Chow from Sports Injury Central. The doc is a former NFL team doctor. He's an orthopedic surgeon. He and his team look at individual players and collective teams' health as a way in part to determine how they approach playing these games. He is back here once again. Doc, it's great to have you here. How was your week? How you doing, doc? I'm doing doing well, you know. Uh, you know, week three, the injuries are uh, piling up. I mean, it's the NFL. It's not a contact sport. It is a collision sport. And what we try and do, as you know, is try and uh, parse through the coach speak that comes out of the teams to see what really is going on. I love that. You can help me decode that. In fact, do that. Let me ask you this. The head and I, the big head, we disagreed, for instance, on the Saints v. Panthers what do you see when you look at that matchup, and what is something our listeners should consider as it relates to that game, Saints v. Panthers? Well, the big question mark there is Alvin Kamara. He did not play with a rib cartilage fracture. Now, if you get a rib intercostal block injection, as Justin Herbert is planning to do versus the Jaguars, he could play. But that obviously is a difference maker in Alvin Kamara. Uh, Jameis Winston should be a week better from the transverse process back fractures. Michael Thomas should be a little better from the early season hamstring and still working his way back from the foot. So the Saints are headed in the right direction. But the big swing there is Alvin Kamara. And if he plays, if he does the rib block injection to play. All right, Doc, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to ask you about Justin Herbert. In fact, you, you started to touch on it, but what can you tell us about his injury? How similar is it to Alvin Kamara's, and what's his status, Herbert's status, for this week? Well, it's similar in that they both have been reported as ribbed cartilage fractures. You can break cartilage. The cartilage fracture is something that, in some ways, think of it this way, bones can break and cartilage can break. A a wooden table leg can break and a plastic table leg can break. Cartilage is more malleable, but it can break. The good and bad news with cartilage fractures is it doesn't involve lung, which is good. It is less painful early on, but it takes longer to heal. So very limited in practice for these guys. And 
really to be effective, step into throws, do everything, because it's not just a matter, matter of a flak jacket protecting him from hits. It's a being able to rotate, throw, stretch, run, play, and use your torso because muscles, intercostal muscles, oblique muscles, abdominal muscles attach to the broken rib cartilage and be quite painful. So unless he gets a successful rib block, I don't see how he can be effective to play, but Justin Herbert is likely to get that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you, except that, one, I didn't know that cartilage could break. Now I know that. Number two, I didn't think this guy could lift his arm last week, and yet he was still throwing dimes at the end of that game, so I guess we'll have to wait and see on him. Doc, what about Green Bay v. Tampa Bay? Like, normally I would think that's your game of the week, or it would be, but they're both banged up. Is either one of these teams getting any healthier, and how are you and your crew viewing this one? And remember, Jim, you know, you and Big Ed Todd, you guys are experts in handicapping and doing all this stuff. I'm just looking at injuries, and that's what we do. And I can tell you Green Bay is headed in the right direction, and Tampa still is not there, if anything, in the wrong direction. Number one for Green Bay, they did get Alan Lazard back, so help stabilize the wide receiver core. They did get right tackle Elton Jenkins back, not 100%. They probably still won't get David Bakhtiari back, but well, they also figured out the formula, which is Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon first, and then Aaron Rodgers second. Tampa, on the other hand, the only good news is maybe their left tackle will come back starting left tackle. But they're still down the left guard. They're still down the center. And the backup left tackle is out. But they may not have any of the three top wide receivers. Mike Evans is out with suspension. Not injury, I get it, but he's still out. I'm very dubious on Chris Godwin playing through the hamstring in the ACL after the week one injury until October. Julio Jones is iffy and has not practiced on his knee. So there's your top three. I mean, there's it's not an accident that they signed Cole, Ble- Cole Be- uh, Beasley. And the other thing is Akeem Hicks on the defensive line. Obviously, with Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks, that's pretty formidable. But he tore his plantar fascia and is out for a month. So Tampa as we look at deltas one week in the next, not only did they not get healthier, they got a little less, even less healthy. And so we think by injuries, relative advantage to the Green Bay Packers. All right, so this is really, really helpful information, really good information. I want to make sure our listeners understand exactly what you're saying. That you're, you're, When you come at this thing, you're coming at it from a health standpoint, but it's really valuable information. Let me ask you, Doc, about Minnesota. They got worked Monday by Philadelphia. Fine by me. I needed that game and I got it. But I'm curious, do you see Minnesota, you know, from a health standpoint and the way they look to you, do you see them bouncing back against a Detroit team that has played its guts out for wild man Dan Campbell? Yeah, Detroit has been very impressive, no question. But remember, there's always more to to, uh, the outcome of a game than injuries, right? Scheme matters and other things. Health-wise, the Eagles and Vikings are about the same, even though the Eagles crushed the Vikings. But this is a much more favorable matchup for Minnesota this week in terms of injuries. The Detroit has issues on the offensive line. DeAndre Swift with his ankle is still coming back, trying to get to full form. But the biggest may be, look for Justin Jefferson. There's some weakness in the secondary of the Detroit Lions, and that may be a a difference maker for this week. Okay, so what about this? Let me take a shot. Tell me if I'm out of line here, but you mentioned Justin Jefferson. Like the, the, the head and I, we are exclusively going ATS, at least right now. 
Can you throw out a prop bet or two? For instance, like Justin Jefferson, when you see him and you see Detroit's corners, is there anything on the site or do you have anything in the way of a prop bet that might interest you with Justin Jefferson and their secondary? Yes, we do. It's called sick picks at the section of the site. And, and some of it is free and some of it is paid. That's the only paid part of the site. But week one, we took eight props, yardage props against the spread. And we were seven and one. This last week, we weren't quite seven and one. But because of the one-on-one nature of this, this is what we like. But for your listeners, Jim, two hints. Justin Jefferson against Detroit is pretty good. Another good one is Devontae Adams having a rebound game against Tennessee Titans corners that are injured. And some of this is like last week, we took Tyreek Hill on a prop over for the uh, against the Ravens for the Dolphins. And we did that because, A, Marcus Peters coming off of ACL for the Ravens and Marlon Humphreys coming into the game with a groin injury. The, the Dolphins exploded in the fourth quarter when Peters tired. It was his first game back. And Marlon Humphrey exited the game with soreness in the groin. And that's when the, the Dolphins got all their points and Tua scored uh, four or five touchdowns or whatever it was in the fifth of the fourth quarter. It was amazing. Part of that was the injuries cumulatively on the Ravens defense so we do look at props but of course it can be helpful in the big picture if you go to the six four tab at sports injury central scroll down to the bottom at the top you see all the teams and field views but at the bottom you really see a, a running back's health against the health of the run defense they're playing that week or a wide receiver's health against the health of the pass defense they're playing that week So that can help you make some decisions. I love it. What that is is more action for our listeners. If you're hearing that and you want some other opportunities and some other actions, that's where you go to get it. Finally, Doc, take me through a Sunday. Like, I've seen the inside. I've seen what mission control looks like. What are you guys doing on Sundays? What's a Sunday like for you and your team? Uh, Sundays, and, you know, I'll post some more pictures at Pro Football Doc, and I'd love for you to come down, but you're a busy man. You're not that far away. Literally, we'll have 8 to 10 people in the command center. And, you know, uh, sometimes there's 8, 9, 10 games on, so we've got eyes on every game. And so when I go and and look at what happened to, let's say, Trey Lance in-game, the rest of the team has eyeballs still on the games. Look, uh, in some of my radio stuff and whatever, and in some of my talking to my guys, I get some of the final scores wrong because that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at injuries. We can tell you everything about injuries. And literally we have eight to 10 people in the room and another uh, handful that are remote for this effort as we try and really be the injury experts at injury analysis, not injury reporting, what the head coach says to a player. Look, uh, Brandon Staley, and I'm not being negative on him at all, after the game on Justin Herbert said, yeah, it was something, It you know, it was abdomen, not sure if it's, rib, you know. It, and we were already reporting rib cardinal injury uh, based on video analysis. And we have a panel of NFL team physicians that look at this and try and do the primary analysis. Listen, the fact is, the only reason I'm not come to the command center yet is because I'm in my own command center, but my command center is not as good as your command center. And being that I'm on the advisory board and an investor in your company, I should come to the command center. Really quickly, Doc, for those who are listening right now and who do not know how to get there, where should they go to find out everything they need to know about what you and the team are doing every single day and especially on Sundays? Go to Sports Injury Central. The website is SIC, Sports Injury Central, SICscore.com. And SIC scores 
six scores are our main thing that we do. We do injury articles, et cetera, breakdown, surf around the tab. It's all free. There's only a pick section that, you know, is behind a paywall. We'll, we'll, we'll blame that on Craig. But 98% of the site is completely free to surf around. No logins. And our traffic is growing thanks to your help. And hopefully we're putting out good content for people, whether it's for fantasy, whether it's for DFS or for the wagering purposes. It's injury analysis. And it's really the only place that's true analysis as opposed to injury reporting which is what happens at all other sites. It is good content. And when you talk about blaming Craig, of course, you're talking about Craig Dato. And believe me, it's his fault. If there's any doubt, blame it on Dato. Doc, have a great week. Have a great Sunday. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you. You got it. That is episode three of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. As always, thank you very much for listening. Ride with us. If you think that you don't know what the hell we're talking about, fine. No offense taken. Fade us, but whatever you do, please subscribe to us, leave a review, tell your friends about it, and have an amazing weekend, and we will see you all next time right here on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets.